Fiction Faction. My name is Brian McGovern. I'm your host with me, the pride of Vancouver, James Smith, chilling in his couch. Yeah, my couch. Straight up chilling. We're actually coming coming at you live from uh, James' apartment because uh, BPL scheduling is kind of tough. You know? It's not even just the scheduling, it's also the uh, the technical difficulties. Oh yeah, since we're not there anymore, we can trash them. They're just too damn difficult, those technical difficulties, yeah. Yeah. for their staff to figure out within a reasonable time frame. Yeah. You, you know you got issues when like the one guy in there is the one who like is tech-wise known, and then all of them are like, just wait for him to come back. <laughs> and then he does... Exactly what they did, and yeah. also I was like, "Yeah, I don't know how to fix it." So, <laughs> I thought you were the guy, like Dave. There was all this hope that you were gonna be able to make this work, and then nope, no. Then again, we can't really complain on the. I'm paying for this service because I'm not paying for anything, but no, but whatever. Pay taxes. Inspirational, <laughs> Guess so. not so inspirational <laughs> anymore. After sitting for 45 minutes waiting for them to fix the problem and then just saying, fuck it, let's just not fix the problem and then trying to record a podcast when everyone's grumpy. Yeah. It kind of sucks the energy out of it. It really did. Yeah. That other uh, sweet melodic voice is the pride of mission, Bailey Nicholson. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I'm not really thinking on on clever names, so I just did the places where you were born. No, that's cool. Did you, you knew that James was born here? Yeah, one time I asked because one time I already did. I already did this where I was like the pride of Where were you born? Where were you born? Well, to be fair, I was I was uh, I was giving Brian a hard time about you know being foreign, and then he's yeah. like, "Yeah, where are you from?" And I'm like, "Motherfucker, I'm born here. I'm one of the few." One of the few. One of the few. I think yeah, he I made like, that story up for the record. I think uh, like he even said the hospital and the time and. Everything. I don't know the time, but I can tell you the hospital. Everything else. The old Grace Hospital. Great. The new Grace Hospital is now BC, BC Women's Hospital. Great. Old Grace Hospital is, I think, houses. Old Grace. It was like, it was like the site next door. Because there was Grace, they were both Grace Hospital, but they built the new Grace Hospital. And oh, okay. The oh, okay, so it's not actually called Old Grace. No. Okay, gotcha. You're crazy. So because we're recording on a Sunday, we still don't have official box office numbers, but it looks like Sausage Party is going to win the weekend. Nice. Yeah. Um, you guys feeling... Good about Sausage Party? Okay, I keep, like, seeing, like, they're going around, he's doing the rounds, like, Seth Rogen's doing his interviews on the talk shows, and I'm like, should I see this? Because, like, (laughs) I really like him, and I generally see stuff that he's in, but for some reason this one just didn't make me, like, that excited when I saw the preview. I was like, okay, and then just, so I, I feel like, am I obligated to see this, even though I wasn't super excited about it? Like, am I gonna end up seeing this? Yeah, I'm actually surprised that you were more, like, we, can we watch this? Or like, let's pl- make plans to watch this. I think it's because it's a cartoon. Like, it's not to bash cartoon comedies, because they can be great. It's, it's still just... an R-rated one, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Maybe we should see it. <laughs> I don't know. How do you feel about it? I think, I, I think I'm think i willing to check it out. It's use of DMX in the trailers. It's always a, a good sign. But, uh... <laughs> if it that's tells you that X you. is going to give it to you, then you're like, oh, I'm seeing this. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, <laughs> the, that's pretty much the top reason I decided to see that pool. <laughs> uh, but the other the other reason we're quickly going over the box office this time around is because uh, Suicide Squad is probably going to drop to number two and it has like a big drop off same thing that happened to Batman v Superman where the first weekend was like you see DC movies can be successful and the second weekend is like oh boy it's not <laughs> oh boy it's not bad. it's not great mm-hmm. um, and just quickly speaking of Suicide Squad we're, we're not going to go too much into it because neither no one in here has seen it, but apparently it's a piece of shit, and uh, it went through like development hell, where it just changed, like kind of like they did a cut of the movie, the original cut of the director, and then they did another cut with the guys who made the trailer, and they screened it to some testers, and they decided to kind of just fuse them into this weird thing where a lot of the negativity from the movie is like, oh, it's it feels very weird sometimes, like it's like different movies, or it feels like very choppily edited. So it kind of answers that question of how, how that happened. Also, didn't you say that a lot of the Joker scenes were cut? Like, you yeah. were talking that Jared Leto so, was like, yeah, I filmed a bunch of shit and none of it's in there, so great. So, like, IGN interviewed Jared Leto about the movie, and uh, and they're just asking him, like, oh, what what what's what's more for the Joker or whatnot? And he was just, like, so, looked so depressed. And I don't know if he was, like, doing one of his method acting things, but he looked genuinely, <laughs> like... Like, he was like, oh, yeah, I 
I filmed like a movie's worth of things and nothing is in there. You tell me what's in there because I don't know. I don't know what's what. And I was like, holy shit, you look genuinely sad. And it's pretty then, sad because like, he's like, oh, this is what happened and I still have like three more pictures on this deal or some shit like that. Like, fuck, I'm going to have to do this again. Well, he's already <laughs> saying things about her like, oh, my, the Joker, my Joker would love to mess with Superman. And he's uh, like, uh, okay. Sure. I, I'm disappointed That's... because, like, uh, this movie looks like shit for sure. But yeah. like, I was, I still like would see it just to see it. Like, saying this like Batman versus Superman. Like, I, I knew that was gonna be crap, but I was like, we'll just go see it. But I was most excited probably to see the Joker just because I like the Joker a lot as a character. And so whenever there's like a new person doing it, I'm curious to see like what their spin on it is gonna be and how they're gonna change it and do it. And if he's barely in it, then I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go see, like, a movie about Harley Quinn, basically. It's going to be all Harley Quinn all the time. And Captain Boomerang. <laughs> and Will Smith. <laughs> just as Will Smith. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some of the reviews are saying that, like, it's just Will Smith, like, cosplaying as, like, Deathshot being all smooth at act hockey. Because the original character of Deathshot is freaking loser. But, uh, yeah, that's it's, it's really weird that we're getting this kind of stuff where, you know, very big movie obviously a director that had, hadn't been tested in like a big mil, hundred million dollar movie worth and you know you see you read what you sow you, you're getting this this really weird result of a movie what else does the director do? Uh, he did Training Day he did uh, what's the one with uh, with Michael Pena and Jake Gyllenhaal they're cops in LA oh, oh. End of Watch yeah. yeah oh nice like he wrote those movies but he's very good about like in real settings so when you're getting this weird like they're villains and when they're also facing like this supernatural threat when it's more in a bit of a fantasy kind yeah. of yeah and obviously like a big like pressure movie of again yeah. millions of dollars worth not just like 10 or 20s like 100 million plus mm-hmm. uh, and obviously with the disaster that was Batman v Superman this looked to be like the one that, be, that would be like no look see the DC universe can be fun wait for Wonder Woman next year but now I'm like not even feeling great about Wonder Woman not feeling great about Justice League the trailer for Justice League is pretty man just Batman going around like Ocean's Eleven style yeah just recruiting people recruiting and here is a man who comes out of the ocean once a season yeah once a year <laughs> brings food in the winter and then just Jason Momoa like growling yeah that was that was like the weirdest thing it was like that <clears throat> in that not to that derail us too much but like in that trailer like every character like clearly like Wonder Woman's a big part of it because she and the show her and like Batman working together she's the Brad Pitt of the yeah movie. yeah and then and then they like they go to the Flash and there's like a whole scene with the Flash where he moves fast and he plucks the thing out of the air and they chat and like there's a whole interaction. And, and with Cyborg is like Cyborg's no. just like he just shows up. It'll show him getting anything. <clears throat> and then like when they yeah and the whole Aquaman thing like you never you don't hear Jason Momoa talk except no I think he says like he says like talk or something like that like he barks a command and yeah. like, Batman or something that's it. It's like. Huh. Like, you, you really, like, it's just, like, it just shows the characters are there, but doesn't actually tell you anything about any of them. I mean, sounds like the Zack Snyder style of directing to me, so... I guess. But, like, at least... <clears throat> well, no, I guess they could say, like, oh, I guess I hear you could talk to fish or whatever. <laughs> but it's like, if you don't know going in who those characters, who those characters are, are. Those, there's nothing in the trailer to... Yeah, <laughs> and they're interested in because they're because they're just it just looks like random people. Yeah, and again, they're just trying to like show more of the we're gonna be funny. We promise that it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, guys. But it won't. But it no. won't. It'll be the like ham-fisted kind of funny lines in the middle of a dark movie. Yeah, like even <clears throat> even like the flat. Who plays the flash? Like, is it Ezra Miller? Ezra Miller. Okay. Yeah, he he seems that character seems wildly out of place. Every other character seemed pretty serious, or you know, like you could definitely see that, like that Zack Snyder tone yeah. of everything. And then there's this guy who's like their equivalent of like <laughs> Spider Man in Captain America: Civil War. It's like, hey guys, oh, hey. it's like <laughs> I've come here to prove yes, and he just shuts him, like cuts him off. He's like, yes, I'm in. Like he's just super excited, yeah. kid. And it's like this. This seems like a dynamic that's not going to fit with the rest of 
the team and not just in a like to create tension in the scene way but in a like this is just gonna be weird to watch way yeah um again and the outfit was god awful <laughs> the flash outfit like his armor thing it's so um, weird and yeah the Justice League <laughs> the Justice League movie I don't know there's just a big question mark over this whole thing right now but We'll, we'll just see. We'll go through this again next year when the, like Wonder Woman comes out and it's like, it's going to be fine. Oh, maybe not. But anyways. Uh, oh, sorry, guy. I was going to say, uh, moving on to, if you want to add one last thing, we're going to move on. No, 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 we can move on. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> the last little thing from Comic-Con, and we, there's really nothing to go on about this, just confirmation that Brie Larson is officially Captain Marvel. Nice. She is uh, joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Black Panther is also starting to film in January, so there's not a lot of info about that. Uh, now, one thing we've been kind of talking about is Jon Stewart's deal with HBO and kind of like what that show is going to look like. Uh, former HBO head of content said that it was going to look be the new Daily Show, and combined with HBO services with HBO Now and HBO Go it would be more like mobile and more like just short bits or clips or whatnot. But now we add the TCAs, the Television Critics Awards, we got confirmation that it's going to be an animated parody of cable news. So that sounds just like what John Stewart would do now. Uh, there's no release date, but again, we, we, we had that talk before about how they wanted it to happen before the election. Right, yeah, because otherwise you're missing out on so much potential content. Not that there's not going to be tons after the election anyway, but, you know, you know yeah. that build-up to it is just going to be a goldmine. Yeah. We actually John like made like, an appearance in the in the Colbert show recently. Like he he like took the the seat and just really quickly went over like, what are we doing with Donald Trump? Like, are you crazy? But you know, yeah, it's kind of so when they say parody of broadcast news, like, do you think it's going to be like a purely fictional thing, or do you think it's going to be like fake newscast about real news or like, what do you, what, what's your feeling? Yeah, based on the fact that it's animated, I would be intrigued if it if it takes the the fake news alternative. But, I mean, you can't really pass on covering the election, right? Like, you can't just be, like, fixing yeah, that's stuff. that's what they want to do, right? Yeah. But, again, it seems like H- what HBO wanted was, like, the new Daily Show. And if he wants to do the cartoon version of it. I mean, obviously, it's going to make fun of Fox News and all the daily roundups of awful reporting that goes on on TV. But, yeah, excited for that. Hopefully, again, it comes out before the election and we get some fun stuff. If you're if you're craving that, that kind of humor, although Samantha Bee is doing a really good job about keeping yeah. that style and keeping in check with, like, not just the big election, but, like, a lot of stupidity HBO? that goes in the U.S. Sorry. Comedy no, Central. Comedy Central. Central. I've never seen it. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah. No, she's really, really good. It's really good. We're checking out. <laughs> kind of like the same thing as Daily Show. Not as much as like bringing in other people. It's, all, it's mostly through her. Runs through her. Okay. Uh, they recently went on tour like with the election campaigns. So they, they got like a bus and everything and <laughs> it's really crazy. Outside talking to people and stuff. And yeah, 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 yeah. And like the, the one of the best things that they can do is talking to like either they did like a segment where they talked with uh, Bernie supporters with the Bernie or bust people basically and just being like what do you want from Hillary and like for her to like come out and say the truth and blah 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 and like yeah but she did this and this and this. like no but that's not you know and, like so she's doing the thing you want but it's not what you want and just basically making them look bad so it's pretty good about that and there was one also that they did with Trump supporters and that they were like yeah we love like rioting and violence and, and, and she's just like oh god <laughs> so it's uh it's it's really good it's really worth worth the watch you seen the clip from the um, <clears throat> sorry i think it's the new york times where they they're like they have reporters covering the various like trump tour stop uh stops right yeah and they like cut to, did like a super cut type compilation of like all the like abuse that's been hurled you seen that? I think so, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, there's so much crap happening. There's so many reporters that are from, uh, 
you know, Middle Eastern uh, descendants or, or whatnot, like they're Americans. Anything other than straight up white. Are getting like, so much crap, are right. getting like, get out of here, you don't belong here. And it's it's incredible. Yeah. But, yeah. There's people, and this is before like Trump made his, his like, you know, off-down remark about shooting. <laughs> Somebody shooting Hillary Clinton, but like, there were things, like, there's the rally, and he says something about her, and then, like, there's people in the crowd yelling, like, hang the bitch, and shit like that. Did it's you like, see, um, what, are you, what is happening? The Secret Service has tweeted. They have a Twitter, and <laughs> they tweeted after that, it was just, like, the Secret Service is aware of the comments made this afternoon. Like, just super yeah, vague, but, like... sending us... Yeah, it, us yeah, it. exactly. Like, oh, okay. The Secret Service. The fact that Secret Service knows because the Secret Service was there. Yeah, like, exactly. It's insane they all get to think about that. Like the Secret Service has to be like, "Yo, chill the fuck down." There, there were people at his rally though when when he did that of like saying about the Second Amendment people taking care of Hillary that were like, "Like, can you like?" At least I think there was like one guy or something that somebody highlighted in a video that oh, just yeah, like opened like, his mouth. Like, what? Yeah. No, that's kind of like it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. And like the New York Times reported that the that just hours oh, before that, he his like staff were like with him and were like, Donnie, you gotta chill the fuck down. There's one way we're going and it's down unless you make a 180, 360 in the air, like right now. <laughs> he just <laughs> goes off to and say then, that. Yeah, and, and because they said that probably he goes out and says like the one thing he's been holding back from saying. But, yeah, and, and like he came out later to say that it was like a joke and satire or whatever, <laughs> which is the best, best like say anything you want, just say it's satire. But did you see the the Daily Show where they there was a clip um, where Trevor Noah was like, you know, Donald Trump is a stand-up comedian. Like if you said the things he said in a comedy club, it makes a lot more sense. <laughs> and then they cut like that <clears throat> that thing where he says like maybe second amendment, but you know, whatever, right? And they cut that with like audience sounds and shot and shots from like deaf comedy jam. <laughs> so it's this all black audience like, like up, walking, running up and down the aisles and stuff. And he's like, and then he's like, no, to be fair, of course, Trump would never have a black audience. But and like this whole bit, it's like, it's, and it's funny because it actually does kind of fit with the laugh track and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's pretty uh, great. It's insane. Weird that we, we took it into the political side of things. Let's turn back, maybe. It's a it's an election <laughs> year, you know. Stuff happens. Uh, <laughs> so now, uh, one last thing before we jump into the trailer train. Uh, choo choo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> After we got confirmation at Star Wars Celebration that El what was his name Adrian Eldridge whatever the guy the cool guy from uh, from the Coen Brothers movie. We saw them earlier this year. What? The Coen Brothers movie, the, the the fixer in LA, wasn't wasn't as good, but we liked him. The guy who's playing <laughs> Young Han Solo. Oh! Uh, oh! Oh! Oh no! Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm finding it right now. Not even gonna edit this out. Just gonna Shame. leave it all here. Helsies. Helsies, sir. The so, guy who was the rodeo dude. The guy who was the rodeo dude who was now playing young Han Solo. Do we have his real name? Uh, Alden Er... Ehrenreich? <laughs> 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 Ehrenreich? I don't know. It's, it's tough to What's say. What's his first name? Alden. Um, El, yeah, Alden. Ehrenreich. Ehrenreich. Okay. So, this dude is playing young Han Solo. And now we're getting rumors that Young Lando is going to make an appearance in this movie, or might be a big part of the movie. And the top choice, supposedly, again, all rumors, speculation, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino himself, might take this role. Which would be hilarious, but also, like, kind of makes sense, I guess? That sounds great to me. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting choice. I love that. And it'd be be a good consolation prize for him after Mm. he didn't get Spider-Man. But it'd be really funny. Uh, it would, it would be funny. I'm trying to picture him being, like, suave. With a little mustache. I feel like he could, I can like, see surprise the mustache. you. It's just the suave, like, that. Because, like, Billy D. Williams has, like... Oh, yeah. Like, like the, 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 the confidence and the, like, mm-hmm. like the suave oozing out of that dude. I'm like, I... 
I'm not saying Donald Glover can't do it. I'm just I'm just having trouble picturing it. Yeah. You know, It'd even be though cool to hear him try, see him try. Even though I say this for pretty much every role, I my first like thought was like, what if it was uh, Michael B. Jordan? Because he has the, the <laughs> nice little. But I mean, I want him in everything, so it's kind of like locked up with like Marvel now. He's just playing the villain in Black Panther, oh, right. so he should, he should be dead by the end of that movie, so. <laughs> or capture or whatever. Um, but yeah, that that's just a rumor going on about. It. But Donald Glover has this TV show from FX Atlanta coming on, so his name should be coming pop, popping back up. So might be a good string of uh, things that he can pull off in the. Did you say there was a new trailer for that? Like, do we know? Like, because we kind of saw like a teaser yeah. for it, and we were like, we were basically like, oh, cool, like. It seems very much like comedy, drama, like a little bit of the, the of music stuff, a little bit of family stuff. Like he has a wife and a kid and the the premise seems to be that his cousin like releases like a mixtape or something and one of his friends tells him about it and then he tries to go with him to be like, yo, I'm going to hook you up and we're going to sell you. Like we're going to make sure that you, you get out there and everything and he's just like, fuck you. Like you only care about the money. You never talk to me or anything about that. So it seems very much, you know, about the music scene there and kind of dealing with all that stuff. Okay. Seems very good. Like, funny-wise, like, it has funny elements into it. And, yeah, FX has been in a role with brand new shows. This year we got OJ, so mm -hmm. it seems like something that they, that they would be making that it's quality-wise. And We can swap out Showcase for FX, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got a Showcase just to watch the new season of Mr. Robot because they also have On Demand. So, like... We watched the first couple episodes, and then we realized, oh, shit, we're never home on Wednesday nights, so we'll just watch it when it comes on demand the next week. And then after the first couple, they just took it off of On Demand. Like, it's just gone from Showcase okay. On Demand. Yeah. And then so, we, got, uh, like, we got, like, a guy from Shock come in to, to just, like, check our, excuse me, check our cable box because we had some, some issues with it. And I asked him about it, just like, hey, you know what's up? Because with HBO, right, like, you leave Game of Thrones pretty much that night that comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said that they do that because it's of the advertisement. Like, HBO doesn't care that you use that as a Netflix box, basically. Right, right. But Showcase might care more. So, yeah. Yeah, because, like, if you go on, like, the... <clears throat> like, uh, most of the other shows on, like, the CTV on demand are... They stick around, like, they have four or five, maybe, at a time. Yeah. But, like, City TV is, like, on their website, too. Like, it's, like, there's two. Mm-hmm. So there's like, and so there's like a couple of days where there's three because there's a little overlap and they like drop one. Yeah. So. And AMC did that too, actually. I was at my, uh, my sister-in-law's house, like babysitting. And once I put the kid to bed, I was like, oh, they have AMC. Like, I'm going to finally catch up on Preacher because like I'm not babysitting all night. Oh, so yeah. timed. And it's like, it started on episode eight on, on the on-demand. I'm like, oh, uh, sucks. I'm never going to see this goddamn show. It's pretty good. I, I stopped after like episode two or three, but I really want to pick that up because I've heard a lot of good stuff about it. Um, all right, well, now it's time for James' favorite part. We're jumping into the trailer train. As he's always the conductor with his little hat. <laughs> I'm not even wearing a hat. This is so, slanderous. So you're, you're missing the you're missing But it's the, like your signature thing. I don't though. even know where my hat is. I tried to wear it the other day. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. I ran up late because I was running around the house trying to find it. So, we already gave you some, some minor thoughts on the Justice League trailer. Nothing too much to go on about it. Uh, you said, Bailey, you didn't like the music in it. Because it's the White Stripes in the Justice League trailer. You felt like it took you out of it? Yeah, I, did. I don't know why. I remember saying that. And I, I, I feel like I can't justify it in this moment. But I did, I did not like it. And I love the White Stripes. Hated the music choice for that trailer. Is it just like, it's like, a, it's like, Bad flick, and you're like reminded of that, and you're know, like, "Fuck this." Maybe right. I don't know. Maybe I think I might have just felt like, couldn't they pick like a like a song like with a with a powerful beat like that that hasn't been used so much? Couldn't they just pick DMX and make it less <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Or they decided to go the other way and play John ja Rule. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Says like synthesis of DMX. Anyway. Oh boy. Anyways. Uh, we also watched the new Christopher Nolan movie, uh, the trailer Dunkirk, which is about the Battle of Dunkirk. So let's bring it back down after going all the way out in space with Interstellar. Hopefully, hopefully this one's a little bit better. 
But yeah, just a minor teaser trailer, just kind of like cinematography. Look at how beautiful my shots are, and not yeah. a lot, not a lot of the of the cast in it. I don't even know who are no. the major pe- people I in it. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, Tom Hardy, of course, because oh. he wasn't in that trailer. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, Killian Murphy, who plays Scarecrow in <clears throat> Batman movies, also not in the trailer. Harry Styles. What? Might have been in the trailer. From the might have been really. In that He's one of the kids. Maybe. I don't know. Mark Rylance, the guy who stole Sly's Oscar at the Oscars last year. That's <laughs> harsh. Kenneth Branagh, uh, James Darcy, and then people who don't really care about it too much. But Tom Hardy, though. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. <laughs> I'm going to cling to Tom Hardy on this one. No, like. I mean, Tom Hardy pretty much is in every Nolan movie yeah. at this point. Oh, no, wait, I mean, did... it's just a teaser, but it looks nice. Like, there's not really a lot you can say about a teaser. Yeah. Besides, like, it looks pretty. I like the shot of the sand that's, like, showing yeah. the bodies and, like, yeah. like the wind's, like, blowing them away. Uh, so, yeah, of course, strong cinematography. Probably going to be all in IMAX and all that good stuff. Looks good. I really like the shot, also, of when the planes are coming and yes. everyone starts to turn around. That was my favorite. And if you get those kind of, like... If it's just that teaser, my heart's already <clears throat> starting to raise. Like, what's happening yeah. to them? Like, it's you, you know that there's strong cinematography right there. I think it'll look really good. I'm not sure what the plot's gonna be. Yeah. Do you want me like, to read you the, the tag? Well, like, because I know what happened to Dunkirk. I'm just like, yeah. So sure, it's, it's this tag. this tag is basically just a history bookmark. Like, yeah. Allied soldiers from Belgium, Britain, Canada, and France are surrounded by the German army and evacuated during a fierce battle in World War Two. So, yeah, you're gonna get like, emotional stuff. You're gonna get some Nazi hate, and uh, it's it's gonna be because like I would have to assume that a good chunk of that movie has to be like you're watching people work logistics back in Britain, you know, or like or like it's like trying to get the political will to do this, or like you're gonna follow like some fishermen from. I'm going to show that I don't know Britain at all. Let's say Devon? I don't know. I don't know where places are. But some fishers who, like, they have a 20-foot-plus boat, so they get to, you know, travel, make a couple runs across the channel to pick up soldiers. Or, like, but, like, the it's not like it's... I don't know. Like, I'm just... I'm like, it's not, like, just a battle movie. Like, it's an evacuation. Right? So it's like, they'll be... <clears throat> you know, however many soldiers essentially left behind on the beach to, as a rear guard. But most of it is just going to be, like, the evacuation, right? Yeah, well, so, you can still get a pretty good, like, raise against time thing. Yeah. I don't know. And unless there's, like, a certain amount of, like, a chunk of the movie is the build-up, so, like, you know, showing, like, that there's, the war's not going so great, and, and then, it, then it gets... And maybe the actual evacuation is only the last, like, 40 minutes or something. Yeah. Of, of what I'm going to assume with Chris Nolan is a three and a half hour <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, it's like it's going to be, like, I, w- I would assume that it'll be a little bit like, um, uh, oh, what's the example I'm thinking of? Shit. Where it's like a like, if you watch the trailer, it's, like, a tense war movie, but if you watch the movie, like, it's more of, like, a political drama, and then there's, like, battle scenes, but it's not about that, you know what I mean? Like, I, I wonder, I know I wonder mean, if so it would go kind of that way. Yeah, 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 it's not about, like, thinking, going, like, oh, it's this awesome war movie, like, it's more about, like, the other side, yeah, or, yeah. or about the emotional toll on it, or, you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I imagine we'll spend most of the time in, 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 the, in the battleground, but... Again, lots of time to, to think about that one until an actual trailer comes out, and that one's not releasing until July of next year. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we got some time. Yeah. We got lots of time to think about that. Uh, really quickly, uh, The Woods, which was like some B-case scary movie, turns out that it was revealed it's a Blair Witch sequel. So now so, it's called Blair Witch. It's yeah. called Blair Witch. So okay. it was originally released as like The Woods, and just like teenagers get lost in the woods, blah, 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 and... Nobody really paid attention to it, and then at Comic Con they showed a trailer, and 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 then they did the reveal. Like, wait, yeah. sorry, it was all—it's already been released. No, 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 no. 
It's, it was... Oh, it was like announced. Like, yeah, like oh, okay, IMDb, okay, like tagged and everything. Like, it was <laughs> For like... For a second, I thought you were like, oh, like, yeah, it was released. It would have been, like, it would have been interesting. It was like a couple theaters and it didn't do great. And then they, you know, it's like, and then the studio bought it and now they're releasing it as a Blair Witch. Like, they nah. re it as a Blair Witch sequel. Like, no, no, no. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it was shown <laughs> as a Blair Witch sequel. Everything's a Blair Witch sequel, but, but it was like originally put in as like the woods and just kind of like that. And then they did the trailer, and the, the the name of the woods like changes, morphs into Blood Witch. So everyone lost their minds about that. The trailer's pretty. You. Rune of the Mill, like. You shots. said that it looked good, and now I'm wondering why you said that because I just watched the trailer and I don't agree. Well, I think it looks good in the sense that it's just like a scary movie. Like yeah. it's, it goes through the points of a scary movie. There's nothing in it that like there's no. I don't know, like, it's it's fine, it's a fine trailer, like, it's just, because it's a Blair Witch sequel, I'll see that. See, I don't know, I don't like that they're, I'm not really into the Blair Witch sequel, because, like, the thing about the Blair Witch Project was that when it came out, it was one of the first kind of, like, found footage movies, mm-hmm. and that was such a big part of it that everyone was kind of like, what? Like, it just kind of threw people for a second that it was shot in that way. Yeah. And... I don't think you can Replicate just this. do no. it over. Like, I don't think it works that way. And especially since it literally in the trailer, they're saying like, we're just going in a circle. Like, it's like they're using the same lines. They're using the same kind of plot point, except now it's like, I'm looking for my sister because she got like fucked up by the Blair Witch. Like, I don't know. I, I'm kind of annoyed by it, but I don't know if I'd want to see it. I'm just like, I saw the first one. The first one was cool for its time, what it was doing. I don't know if I'd want to watch them try to rehash it now. Yeah. I'm also not, like, looking at the trailer. I can't tell if it's, like, if it's also found footage style photography. Or if it's, it's not. It like, seems like a little bit of a mix. Because there's some shots yeah. that are, like, going slowly up. And there's some, like, found footage stuff, so. Yeah, like, there's a lot of, like, running in the bush shaky cam shit. But then there's a lot of, like, it seems like you're, like, you're seeing all the characters around a campfire. And it's, like... A, shot from behind a tree mm-hmm. yeah so like either, either that's a nice cinematic or like yeah. through leads you know like it's yeah. a you know foreground background thing and it's like okay so either either like yeah so so I don't know like, like I'm just not I'm not clear what they're trying to accomplish <clears throat> like obviously like I guess they're not gonna just try to re like straight up rehash or you know recatch that magic I don't no, know. Like, I don't know. It just feels like they're gonna do the same, like sub out the fact that he's looking for his sister. Like, take that—that's a unique, I guess, like plot point. But I feel like all they're gonna do is, because um, the actual Blair Witch, like, there's not actually a ton of violence in that movie. It's mostly or no. gore, right? It's mostly just them being like, "Where am I?" And then it ends kind of hastily, and you're like, "What the fuck?" So maybe they're gonna take the opportunity to have more scary shit actually happen. Yeah. But that's the only thing I could see that they might take further is that they'll, they'll spend more time on people actually getting killed or hurt or whatever. Maybe. There's definitely a bigger group, so that means bigger group. more people will get disappeared yeah. or get killed or get possessed or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's even the shot where, like, they're in the house. And it's the same, looks like the same house. <clears throat> and you see a guy, like, standing facing, like, in the corner. Like, it's yeah, the exact same it's the thing. same. I know. I'm like, okay. Like... Like, I've seen this once. Like, maybe there's a new generation of kids that never saw the first one that'll think this is super cool, but yeah. I saw the first one. I don't know if but I'm going to see this. There was a flash <clears throat> in the trailer where I think it's when, like, he snaps, or she, whoever it is, snaps, like, the wooden doll thing. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, the other girl, like, just collapses. And then there's, like, a split second where you see her face, and she's all, like, like, uh, uh, she, like she's kind of green and like veiny yeah. and like looks weird. Oh. So I'm like I'm like oh and I don't remember them doing that kind of thing in the no in the Blair Witch. So like I I I think you're right. Like I think like there's gonna be more <clears throat> more gore and more like less implied scares and more yeah. like actual jump scares and stuff. Or like you might actually see the witch this time and like yeah you might or it might be like one of the kids gets because there's a, they're also screaming like that's not your sister it can't be so it's like. Or they're like possessed, like they're getting possessed and like killing each other, kind of thing. Like I wonder, because like there was also you know like there's tents flipping and stuff. And, and again, like I don't remember, I don't remember Blair Witch that well, but I thought a lot of it was just implied. 
Like you didn't see like their tent getting flipped, or you didn't you didn't see things happening. It was just like the turnaround. Like what it was, was that? like it'd be like shaking, and they'd be like in it, and they'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. yeah there wasn't as but it much... wasn't like ripped open on them or something. No, yeah, like... it wasn't as much. It was a lot more subtle until like the end. But yeah, the last like the last two day. minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. but well, I think we we I mean we we also live in a world where getting new Star Wars movies we're getting like a lot of stuff that's like remember the good old days yeah. so everything is a circle comes back and goes so my idea is like somebody just pitched this and was like let's expand on that let's show this and let's tie it with the sister or something like that and we can we can do this movie in this way and blah 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 so hopefully it doesn't turn out to just be like a whatever movie and again it's a trailer that has to sell a movie that's a scary movie and today's world is it's, that just means shows jump scares and show oh my god yeah yeah so you know I, i'm not putting too much pressure on the trailer i'm just excited based on the name and based on the fact that after all this time that they could have like after that like 2005 2010 period of all those shitty shitty like shaky cam movies that they could have very easily been like here's the blur witch sequel there you go. Well, let's let's also not forget that there was a Blair Witch sequel. Yeah, already. I was gonna say there was one already. Was it? Yeah, Blair Witch Two. Look it up. Yeah, it's I not found footage. It's not anything. I think it's just like the evil that's unleashed and it possesses someone, and then there. It's all. I think part of it takes place in a psych ward, and like I never saw it, but it was like yeah. a completely different thing. Like it was a straight up like studio film. A Blair Witch Tale. Hmm. Maybe not. No, I think it was called Blair Witch 2. Or something like that. I might be wrong. I think so, because there's nothing in IMDb that says Blair Witch 2. But anyways, I feel like it's just, again, like it's... And even if there was something, it, it's the same kind of thing of like, forget about that, this is the real one. But Oh, there it is. Yeah. Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Yeah. That's oh, right. there you go, from 2000. A group of tourists arrive in Burkittsville, Maryland after seeing the Blair Witch Project <clears throat> to explore the mythology and phenomenon and only come face to face with their own neuroses and possibly the witch herself. Oh god, it has a 15 minute meta score. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it did not, <laughs> it did not, it was not well received. Because no. again, it wasn't Blair Witch, right? Like it was a whole different thing. Like it was a yeah, see, like, this is, like, in, like a, this is a still from, like, the movie. And, like, oh, there's the oh, witch. Or the somebody possessed in, like, when it was, like, in a, like, partway through the movie, I think they wind up in a, in a psych ward or something. Or some, like, characters wind up in a psych ward. Like, it's a weird, you know, I'm not really well, I mean, qualified to say what actually happens in the movie. I'm just, like, I remember hearing a lot of weird things. And then I was, like... It's also, like, that, that has <clears> more to do with, like, people, like, taking, like, the the footage in the in the universe and then like acting on it and this one is like oh that's that's my sister in the footage so yeah, yeah. I, that's the connection i'm this sure time like on its own like for a lot of people it'll be a decent scary movie because they're gonna do so much more scary shit than the original i just personally even like ever i already like rolled my eyes at the trailer that so much shit was similar that i think going through the movie and i would i might be just like annoyed if so much of it was like the same yeah that's my. That's just my personal take on it, though. Well, I'll definitely report back on it because it's coming out pretty soon. It's yeah. like on on uh, September 16th, so cool. it's pretty cool. Uh, the last trailer we're gonna talk about, we got a new Rogue One trailer, the full one actually, because the the previous one was just a teaser, pretty packed teaser. But yeah, we get more more action shots, more uh, more Diego Luna talking. Get a look at Alan Tudyk's uh, robot like thingy that he's just like very uh, facts based oh the the android yeah yeah uh we get confirmation Darth Vader is gonna be in it mm -hmm. and kind of like just a quick shot in the end uh Ben Mendelsohn's whatever his last name is uh, his his villain looks pretty menacing even though we haven't seen him do anything yet just walk in the water and look pretty scary <laughs> um so yeah the Look, looks good. Still looks good. Uh, I don't know. James, how do you feel about it? Um, it's good. I think it... Uh, <laughs> I think it didn't do Forrest Whitaker any favors. His voice is still weird. He's still doing like a weird thing. 
You, you, you still feel weird about his voice. I'm fine with the voice. I don't know what happened with his hair, though. Because remember in the first yeah. in the first teaser he's bald. And and has no like facial hair. And then in this one he has like. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So I don't know if you, you mentioned f- Bailey that maybe it's like a I different think it's time. A time jump. Yeah. For like sure. A flashback. Yeah. Situation. Because when he has more hair, it's also like grayer. Yeah. So that's gotta be it. I don't but know, like, though, because like, but that's like him talking about. Because oh. in the in the teaser, he's like warning Jin. I believe that about like getting captured and like what will you do when they if they break you or all that stuff. And in this one, they, he looks decidedly happier while she's telling him like we we got one chance like or we got like we gotta make this now or whatever. So maybe maybe is there a chance of this prequel? Well, it's not a prequel. Sorry, it's, uh, you know, it takes place. Well, yeah, it's got before prequel, episode right? four. It takes place before episode four. So maybe there is a tie to the new series the new trilogy where it's like you know it's like it's another character like that's why he looks old and happier and stuff it's because like maybe it starts present day and it's like you know we, we've done this before we can take them on and then he's like telling the story of whatever maybe but i mean i don't know i'm speedballing he would be really old by that if if he was like at the force awakens point in the timeline because force awakens is 30 years after Return of the Jedi and Return of the Jedi is already a couple years after True. episode four. But people age different in yeah. space, you know. Well, uh-huh. all right. Well, I mean, like Ma's what's her nuts was like. <laughs> she's like, like well, she's decidedly something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, she's been oh, she's over a thousand years old, and like Yoda's over nine hundred. Yeah, nine hundred something. Like, and I f- I'm sure there was a more human-looking character at various points that like says something about being like. A lot older than what a normal human would live to, yeah. so I don't know that they're necessarily bound to that. Yeah. Plus, there's the whole thing of like maybe that dude's down with the force and that sustains him for a longer period, right? Well, that's the thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna speak about the the other thing that I felt a little awkward about the trailer. Gareth Edwards decidedly from the beginning said like, "Oh, this is a war movie." Yeah. This is like very real, great, not great to say it in that bad sense, but. There's no Jedi gonna save you at the end. He said that. There's no, like, there's decidedly not that, and there's no mention of the Force and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool, let's do that. We can tell a Star Wars story that is that. We don't need Jedis, we don't need lightsabers. But then you get Donnie Yen's character, who's the blind guy with the stick, who, like, yeah. very awkwardly comes into a shot and's like, I fear nothing. The Force says, the Force puts the world or the Force makes everything happen or whatever he says yeah. and beats up droids with his stick and so he has no blaster or whatever. And he's like the strongest connection so far we have to the Force. In a weird, like, who is this? Like, what is, if that's the point, if the point was supposed to be like, no one from, there's no going to be like any problems. Like, how are we going to do this? And like, you know, music cues right, up and right. somebody does something magical. Because you can get cute references like the the one from Celebration with Jyn Erso is like, may the Force be with us. But, I don't know, it seems a little weird after all the trouble Edwards went on to be like, there's no Jedis, there's no magic answers, it's all going to be real. Well, he's, maybe the guy's not a Jedi, he's like a martial arts master and he's like, he's aware of the Force and he believes in the Force but he's not a master of the Force. Like he's not a, he's not a Jedi, he's just a... Because like, again, yeah, it could be like go Max, back to like, like uh, yeah, like Force Awakens, it's like... She knows of the force. She, she knows the ways of the force, but she's, she's not, not in the force. Yeah. Definitely, it can be that. The one thing I'm just a little worried about is that it may have to do something with the reshoots, where uh, there's some stories about how supposedly the rumor, again, not confirmed, is that the first cut that they had, like the, the final version that they were working on, was a little too much for Disney. So yeah. they had to back Reasons. it up a little bit. Yeah. So maybe it makes like, me sad to hear. Yeah, you so I'm like, that. I love a dark movie. Like, don't. No. Yeah, but Star Wars has never been that dark. I mean, even Empire, which is like the darkest dark yeah. of the bunch, isn't that overwhelmingly dark. It's funny because it's my favorite one. It's most it's, people's favorite one. This is most people's favorite one. You could argue it's the best one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just a little worried because you get that, and you get that with the with the smiling Force Whitaker now. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm still super stoked. I'm still excited. I will see it day one, whatever I am. Uh, but 
you know, now that we got Darth Vader and James Earl Jones is voicing him, of course. So. It was an interesting trailer because, like, it does, like you said, like, it's supposed to be, like you said, it's, it's a war movie, right? Yeah. And, like, watching it, <clears throat> especially when compared to the, the first trailer, which is all about her, right? Like, there's, you see Diego, is it Diego? Diego yeah, Luna, Diego yeah. Luna, you see Forrest Whitaker, like, you see some others, so there's, like, you get flashes of, like, oh, these people are in the movie, too. But it really follows her. And this one, it's, it's a lot more, like, she's recruiting, or they're recruiting these people. You got a group that... Yeah, and it's, so it has a much more... And you see them all, like, on a jump ship at one point or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> And, like, it, it has much more of, like, a Dirty Dozen kind of feel. Like, it's all these misfits and fuck-ups. Yeah. It's been, like, probably... Kicked, you know, bounty hunters, some of them, like, kicked out of the Rebel. Like, it sounds like she's been, like, released. I mean, she's already, like, right? not the standard Rebel, like, yeah. Leia type of, like... But in this trailer, like, this. They, they basically all but... Yeah, they basically show, like, they're letting her out of prison in order to do this suicide mission. Like, it is the Dirty Dozen in space. You this, could say they are a suicide a squad. suicide <laughs> squad. <laughs> Except um, with one blind, uh, blind Kung Fu master. And now... But it's like... I don't know, like, like, like I dig it, but yeah. I like, I like that it's like, I was all, I was all on board with like, oh, she, like, she has to go all quiet and like spy like and work her way in. That's what that first trailer looked like, and this one looks like, oh no, like it's it's oh, a strike no, yeah. team and we're going in hard. Like it's it's got a very different kind of yeah to it. And I mean, we we've we've seen those shots in the like tropical looking planet, yeah, yeah. like ATATs and. They're running. They really show like she's fighting, like or she's a part of it. It was more like, oh, this is a battle that's going on around her. Which of course, there's an intergalactic war happening. But like, this looks more like, oh, like they're actually participating in the war rather than like skirting around it, trying to serve a, a greater purpose or something. Yeah. So now we're gonna jump in uh, real quick into some of the things we've seen lately. This is not a complete list because obviously, you know, we all watch stuff 24 hours a day. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, Bailey, you very recently watched uh, the new a new Netflix movie, original movie with uh, Ellen, Page Ellen Page and Allison Janney. Yeah, she's been on fire lately. She's been doing a lot of. She's good in stuff. a lot of good stuff, and they've worked together before. Oh, really? They were in Juno together. Oh yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. Mm-hmm. So this comeback for uh, Tallulah, which is uh, what is it about? <laughs> uh, it's basically like Ellen Page's character is kind of like she's homeless. And she, like, lives out of a van kind of situation. Um, and she lives with a guy who, like... And they've been, like, kind of on the road together for a couple of years. And he, like, left home mm-hmm. to, like, be with her and, like, be homeless with her. Um, and he leaves her, like, in the middle of the night. Oh. And so she's like, fuck. But she knows, like, where his mom lives. So she goes to, like, find his mom and be like, I need, I need help to, like, find him or whatever. And she's like, no, fuck off. Um, and again, she's homeless and poor, right? So she's like, there, she ends up in this hotel, um, and she's like going around and there's like room service, um, in front of all the doors and she's like stealing the food. And this woman opens the door and is like, come in. And she's like, kind of, she seems like drunk and kind of high and stuff on something. Very rich woman. And basically thinks that she's like hotel staff and asks her to like watch her baby while she goes out to like go on a date. And essentially this woman is a really unfit mom. And so like she comes back and passes out and Ellen Page's character ends up stealing the baby. Oh, so yeah. So it's like, she has this baby and she's pretending now she goes back to her boyfriend's mom and she's pretending that it's their kid together to like be able to stay with the mom. But it's like, it's weird because I'm not painting it that way, but Ellen Page's character, like you can see like, that she's that her core is good like that she's doing all the shitty stuff to survive but like she she takes in the moment when she takes the kid it's like she feels sad to leave it there with like a passed out drunk mom laying there and the baby starts screaming when she puts it back down and she just kind of like takes it in the heat of the moment and like knows that, she, that she's gonna get in shit for it that she's gonna get you know she's basically waiting for the rest of the movie like watching around her shoulder looking in the newspaper because she knows that like she kidnapped a baby yeah but it's and it's an interesting story too because the mom Allison Janney's character she's living alone her son ran away two years ago yeah her husband left her for a man um so she's sad and she's lonely 
and she almost finds like some real family with this girl and this baby. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I really liked it. And obviously, but it all blows, like to spoil it, but it all blows up at the end, right? Like she's like, they find her and she gets like arrested for it. But no. um, it kind of ends on a positive note because it, like that, those relationships kind of gave Alice and Janie's character something to live for because even after she gets arrested and she finds out that the baby's not hers and her son's, she still maintains that connection. She's like, I'm going to help get you out and stuff. And she, they still like connected in that way. It was, I really liked it. They both get arrested? Um, just, just, just Ellen Page. Okay. Cause she, she did it. Like the guy yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't do it. Did they ever find the guy or did he? He comes back at the end. Um, and is, and he's willing to take the rap for it. Cause the baby gets sick and they end up taking the baby to the hospital and like, she can't fill out any of the paperwork cause yeah, she's not yeah, the mom yeah. and doesn't know anything about the baby. And he's willing to take the rap and say that he found the baby, like, in a park abandoned or something. And he tells her to get lost. Um, and she goes to the subway, and she can't get on. And she goes back to the baby. So it was really good. <laughs> I ruined the whole thing, but I recommend it. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I liked it a lot. Definitely Netflix has been on a... Not, it's not like a role of, like, making good decisions, because they also put out a lot of original shit. But a lot of, like, here's stuff, here's more stuff, here's more stuff. Since we're lo- they're losing so many deals mm-hmm. that they just need to back that up with their own content at this point. Yeah. But I'm glad that, again, like, filmmakers, the people in film can, like, tell this kind of stories that, you know, if you ask a movie studio for, what, $10 million for it, it's like, uh, yeah. maybe not. Instead, you ask Netflix, and like, yeah, here you go. Yeah. Is it a TV show or a movie? Movie? Okay, here you go. So, good. Do you, you see this? Do you see the, that kind of, like... Who's the director, do you know? I don't. No? If, if that can be like a thing in the future for, for more movies specifically from them. Because that's, hopefully that's the main thing. And if it, if it finds success in there. What's the name? Tallulah. It's directed by Slan Her- 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 <laughs> She did it. She, she was a writer in Orange is the New Black. And oh, interesting. Oh, that's funny because one of the Orange is the New Black characters is in it. Yeah. So again, if we can get some of those voices out there that usually yeah. don't get that kind of representation to tell these kind of stories, that's the most important thing. And yeah. definitely there's something out there that it would take, it would it would be a different product if it was like a $2 million budget movie. For sure. Yeah. On, it would be a lot from, some, from A24 or someone else. Not that those movies can't out get made because that's how we got room and other stuff like that. But Yeah. Cool. Um... On my side of things, well, you and I, Billy, we saw Swiss Army Man. Mm-hmm. Very cool, neat little movie with Paul Dana. Very and pretty. Harry Potter. <laughs> Very good looking movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, cinematography for what it was. It was beautiful, and a lot of the effects never looked too bad in it. Like, because no. uh, Dan Radcliffe, should we say, like, he plays like a dead man, and somehow, like, his, <laughs> his body still functions, and somehow, like, his his abilities are like super strength and whatnot. Like he gets like not powers. He basically. just like he can he. There's no way to say this without sounding ridiculous. Yeah. Which is that he moves around using his farts. Yeah. Uh, and then he also like can be. He's almost like used as a tool. Yeah. Like to like. Whereas in the title chop comes. Things and, yeah. So Paul Dane uses him <laughs> to survive through the forest and whatnot, and you you don't get a lot of explanation where they just kind of like. Uh, I like that the setup is that Paul Dana is gonna about to hang himself, but he sees the body, and he's like, "Hey!" And he like almost trips and like falls, like starts to like die, but then he like the the line cuts. But anyways, really really nice uh, little movie. Like, I I hope we get some knots in the it, work session. I hope so too. It was really great, and to be, I feel like it can be hard sometimes to keep. To maintain, like, being entertained by just two people the entire time on the screen. Oh, yeah. And not even really two people, because half the time, Danny Radcliffe is like, I'm a dead body. Like, yeah. not doing anything. So, it was, like, <laughs> in a lot of ways, it was kind of a one-man show yeah. for Paul Dano. Um, but they both did a really great job, and I didn't feel, like, I was pretty engaged throughout the entire thing. No. And and, and really, really emotional beats on, on isolation, what it means to be alone, and what it means to to have people around you and have emotion emotional ties and whatnot. So 
really worth to check out. I don't think it's in the theaters anymore, but it should be coming out on Netflix like anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Uh, another thing that I just wanted to quickly touch on, uh, The Night Of, still really, 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 really good. Best Quick update, still great. Still great. <laughs> John Turturro is the best. It's so good. It's the best show of 2016. I'm calling it right now. I don't care. I uh, probably agree. Riz Ahmed is just spectacular, like on another level. And he's going to be a Star Wars, so that's great. <laughs> still haven't seen it. Just check it out. Do you still have HBO? Yes, oh, I do. Oh, it's all, it's all in there. It's all in there on the man. It's great. like we'll get there maybe. I would say I would say don't don't binge it though, because it's like the first one is like a big pail to swallow. So watch the first one, take a day off, and then marathon the next ones. Yeah. Um, in that case, we won't go too much into spoilers because you should still experience that. <laughs> Another thing that we won't spoil too much: Stranger Things. I finished finished it. Really, really, really cool, neat little show. Uh, definitely lives on the fact that it's like a kid of it's like Steven Spielberg and Stephen King raised a kid and was taken by E.T. and a lot of stuff a lot of references a lot of uh, 80s callbacks and whatnot sweet soundtrack sweet ass soundtrack winning on a writer Um, (laughs) I only like I think I watched maybe like 20 minutes of one episode just because you were watching it and I like sat down in the room so I have not watched the show but like most of what I watched was just like Winona Ryder crying, um, and I was yeah, kind of like she's laughing. Yeah, screaming and crying. Yeah, I was kind of just like out. laughing a little bit. I th- I don't know. I, well, she loses her kid. I right? know, I know. I just like I've heard a lot about how she was really good in this, and I I think she overacts a little bit sometimes. But I haven't watched all. We things, were so. um, well, we were watching it, my wife and I, and we're like halfway through the series, and like there's this bit where she's kind of. Um, when on a rider like storms out of the house and the shed in the back and like, grabs an axe and comes back in because she's like all freaked out so she's sitting with an axe mm-hmm. waiting for whatever it is to come out of the walls at her again mm-hmm. and um my wife was like god I love the way she walks like she walks in character like it's her character's walk I'm, I'm like what like I didn't even pick up <laughs> we really went on and watched and like she's doing this really stiff weird like walk thing mm-hmm. it's it's really strange and I'm like She's like, yeah, because like you never see, and I'm like, when do we ever see Winona Ryder walk? Can like, is she known as someone who's particularly graceful? Like, and I'm thinking back, and I'm like, I don't remember anything. I'm sure there is, obviously, but like, I can't think of anything where you see her move. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 think about it. Like, do you ever see her run? Do you ever see her like? If you see her you walk, see it's mermaids? like a walk and talk where you like you only see the top half of the body or something. Do you ever see mermaids? It's no. her and Cher. And a very young Christina Ricci. No, I haven't seen that. I think that, I think, I'm pretty sure I've seen her walk in that one. Did, sure. she, did she walk awkwardly? She kind of walks weird, yeah. Yeah, right? Okay, yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if that's a character thing. I think that's just the way she walks. I think walks. that might just be. Like, she's walking a little fast. The so It's a little, like, stumbly, but yeah. yeah. Doesn't she dance at the end of Beetlejuice? Oh. Like, doesn't she just dance yeah. like that weird 80s dance where, like, <laughs> where like anybody can be good at it? Like all you have to do is like shiver. And, like, <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Good old times. Anyway. Right on the writer's screen. So that pretty much wraps it up for, for this comeback episode of uh, Fiction Faction. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to come at you again in the next couple of weeks if we can uh, schedule everything back together. But we should. And hopefully we'll be on a on a little bit more of a straight path, but it turns out to be pretty good conversation sometimes when, when you just go aside. So James, you got anything to plug? Oh, fuck. No, not really. <laughs> no? You don't want people to check out a specific paper covering Delta? Paper, I edit the North Delta Reporter. Yeah, if follow If you it. want to know what's happening in North Delta, a little bit of Surrey and a little bit of everywhere else, but yeah. Solid. And where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, I'm at James W. E. Smith, all one word. Haley, anything to plug? Not really. I, I, I'm still working at CKNW, so... You Check can, out CKNW. You can read stuff and listen to stuff, and stuff that probably won't be attached to my name, but I did it, and you won't know. It's all there. Uh, you heard it here first. Everything without a name <laughs> attached is Haley's. <laughs> And where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, my Twitter? My Twitter handle has changed since we started oh, yeah. doing the show. Yeah, because I had to change it. It's now B. Nicholson CKNW. 
corporate brands invading. I don't do that at all. (laughs) But I do have a Twitter account for the paper that I also run. But that's yeah, different story. No. Uh, and you can find, find me on Twitter at MCGBrian and get enough to plug, sadly. But uh, <laughs> for James, for Bailey, and for Tanya, wherever she is, and Brian, we're Fiction Faction. We're out. You don't want my